I have a song for you I'd like to do that uh, I'd like to go to the bar Plug in my iPod and listen to him talk trash on that You're talking about your mom's house Podcast, stop that, laughing ain't gonna happen The fix for a piss poor day This gay discourse of mixed sorts Get the pitch, fortune, listen while you bell Hey, you're in jail, laying with your Puerto Rican cellmate Or when you tailgate, listen before the game starts Play cards, listen while you're shoplifting at Kmart Honest, I mean it, it's not a big secret I'm often seated in the kitchen Listening to Tom and Christina at the end of a rough day Get a mug to drink, get my nut shaved if I'm lucky, get a dental love date. Oh, yeah. Just great, like the devil loves flames, like the devil loves heavy metal women who love snakes. This is just a thing to help your nerves and calm down. Hey, like we're now, bitch. Welcome to your mom's house. Welcome to your mom's house. Got the kitchen man. Got the got the kitchen man. Welcome to your mom's house. Welcome to your mom's house. Got the kitchen man. Got the got the kitchen man. Got the got got the trash. Welcome to your mom's house. Your mom's house, starring Christina Prashitsky and Tom Segura. With special appearance by Top Dog. It actually happened in the Orlando airport once. And Joe Double. Is there anything worse on the planet than an inspiring white rapper? Yeah. Your mom's house. Your mom's house. Something for the fiends, something, something for the fiends, fresh, 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 fresh out the kitchen, man. <laughs> Double dog jeans, listen yeah. up. Are you local? Do you live in Los Angeles or surrounding areas? This is it, guys. Your last chance. Get your tickets to see me at the Ice House, Pasadena, August 9th. That's a Saturday. I'm doing two shows in the side room, 7.30 and 9.30. Stage two. Stage two. And guess what? I'm going to talk some shit. We're going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. It's for real mommies only. I mean, I think, forget just if you live in Los Angeles. I feel like if you live in Southern California, uh, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, you know what I'm saying? I think you should come out to stage two to see her put it down. That's what's up. Thank you, Tommy. What about you, James? Uh, As we are speaking in your ear hole, I'm in Pittsburgh or Sixburg, however you want to call it. I'm at the Improv tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday with... Your baby's father, mm-hmm. Matt Fulshron, okay. the concierge. And then um, next week, Columbus, Ohio, the Funny Bone with Jeff Tate, Gatorade and Hot Dogs for Life. Denim on denim. Yep. Um, we'll be there all week. I believe that is the uh, 14th or 17th. And then um, I added Helium in Philly. So I'm going to Philly. The uh, 20th through the 23rd. These are like one of my favorite clubs now is Helium and Philly. You so, love them. Philly, please come out. Bring your friends. Let's make it a party. Let's have fun shows every night. Don't ask me which night to come. Everybody, which night should I come? Uh, whatever <laughs> night you can go. All night. Yeah. If I can only come Thursday <laughs> or Saturday, yeah. I, I don't know. It's a, I'm rolling dice here. I don't know. Um, then Denver with uh, Andy Erickson. 
Big Earn. Big Earn's coming <laughs> with me to Comedy Works in Denver. Oh. Uh, downtown. That's my favorite room. And uh, we're there at the end of the month, last weekend of the month. And then from there, I'm off to Hong Kong. And then wow. the big push is that you and I are doing Thursday, September 18th. That's what's up. Fort Lauderdale Improv, one show only. I'm sorry, where? Fort Lauderdale Improv at the Seaman Hole Hard Rocking Casino. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale, which is actually Hollywood, Florida. But um, that's a big show for us because we're not doing West Palm or Miami anywhere the rest of the year. It's the only show in South Florida. That's right. We're not yeah. booked. We're not doing uh, mm-hmm. Florida. A couple weeks oh, later, yeah. I'm doing North Florida, but that's, you know, that's far away. Super far away. Yeah. It's going to be exciting for at Lauderdale. Then we go on a cruise with the family. We're going to get some good audio on that cruise. We're going to torture your family. We're going to torture your sisters and your mother especially. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be something, man. All right. Um, listen, you need to support your moms. There's uh, a few ways you can do this. We, um, we ask you all the time to do this, but this is uh, it's a huge way to support the show, and that is that you go to our website, uh, your mom's house podcast.com. You click on that Amazon banner and do all your Amazon shopping that you would normally do through the banner. Yes? Your mom's on shopping. Yeah. Let's say you want to buy a fart machine. They got them on Amazon. They do. They do have fart machines on Amazon. And if you do it through our through our banner that's on our yeah. site, then um, a little bit of that fart noise money <laughs> comes back to us, <laughs> and we can keep doing this show. Yeah. It's real simple. You can, you can buy everything in the world on Amazon, and by going through that banner, you're supporting it. So here is uh, yeah. our website address. You call that? Oh, my God. We've been getting requests for that one. That's your mom's house. Podcast.com. Which podcast? My mom's house. Your mom's house. That's right. Um, <laughs> that's an old bag. That's an that's that's old, old joke. That's an old joke. Um, so please support us that way. Also, the store is stacked. <sighs> Bikes, let's get social shirts. Um, there's a few It in Greasy Lefts and Theo's 24-7. I'm Theo 24-7. He his shirt has been Whoa. flying out of there. But we've had to cut a deal with him. I mean, that's been the tough part. We're at it's, we're at eighty twenty right now. Yeah. He's saying on the next order, mm. he wants to be able to renegotiate. And I said, you know, we'll talk about it then. He drives a hard bargain. He does. He does. Um, also, really excited to um, inform you of my special. Completely normal is on. It's a DVD and CD double pack. Mm. The first 50 are autographed. If you order it, if you go to the site, um, and you'll, you'll get it shipped to you, the first 50 are autographed. Please get it. Uh, a lot of people ask me that they, they like the hard copies, and uh, it's up now. So That's awesome. Yeah. My father loves your special. Yeah, he loves my... Well, this is, this is a direct quote. He said, Tommy is pretty good, and I like how he makes this stupid face. Yes. He's got the stupid... Don't kick me under the table. The stupid face is... um, The stupid face that I'm making. Yeah. He makes kind of a stupid face. I like his stupid face. I go, Uh, I look at that stupid face every day, Dad. Right. And then I also go, (laughs) I'm not making a face. (laughs) You mean... That's what I said. That's what I said. I'm like, you mean Tom's resting face? The face I look at all the time? He makes a stupid look with his face. (laughs) 
Nope. <laughs> that's just my face. That's just how it goes. Um, yeah, so all that and a bag of something else. Uh-oh. What's up? I thought you were going to do the sound effect. What? For all the bag of... Oh, no, no, no. Well, I mean, we can. The thing that I wanted to point out is that Ovation TV is here and they're filming and so... <laughs> wow. Wow. That is exciting. Chips in a bowl. No, really. Right now, guys, we yeah. have, we're, we're on this TV show right now. Called, right now. It's the art of, and it's the art of podcasting, and we just did an interview, and now they're filming us right, right. now. Right now. You I'll better take, get your life. I'm going to take a picture of them so that you guys, I'll put this on the site. Okay. It's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the, the art of, the fart of, in our case, <laughs> the art of fart casting. The art of fart casting. Uh, are you ready to start the show? <laughs> ready to do this? Ready to open this shit up? We, we fooled them into thinking we're artists. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's do this, man. Hey, are you tired of being solicited to ask to donate money to help feed the kids? Then you look on TV a year later and you see the same kids in a different commercial? Well, you can make a difference. Eat a booty. Save a life. Eat a booty gang. Bang, bang. Ha-ha! Mm-hmm. This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. Gonna play the instruments, Tom rocked out the song so hard that one of our posters just fell down. They felt the, the wave of energy, the electricity in the air. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm no joke. You know that's saying? not, that's real talk right there. Um, so that was Trick Daddy, uh, if you didn't put it together, the yeah. CEO of the Eat a Booty Gang. Huh. And um, the thing is, I don't know if you know this, he has declared today mm-hmm. Eat a Booty Day. Get out of town. Here, here's the Eat a Booty memorandum that he put out. Huh. There will be no work tomorrow huh. due to the weather, eat a booty shelters are being formed in your local strip clubs and hotels. Hmm. Continental breakfast, bag lunch, and dinner will be available at no cost. Dinner consists of the eat a booty traditional rump roast. Get it? You get it? Get it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. There's more. To join the eat a booty Inc. requires no credit check, no down payment, okay. no initiations, job history don't don't matter. Like the hmm. army, this is the place for you. <laughs> like the army? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they want the army wants you. The US is this why your father joined the Marine Corps? For the eat a booty stuff? <laughs> I'm not sure. I gotta ask him about that. Wait, um, I'm sorry, I've forgotten. I know we've discussed them before, but what's the, the premise of the eat a booty gang? Like I, f- I forget what's the what's their central tenant, if you if you will. Well, um let me see. there's a the philosophy behind um I remember I it was this right here. Uh, 
he was on this interview. Uh, let me see if we can pull it up. Where he talked about that uh, that eat a booty gang is what he's into now. Um, right, right. I think I have it. Where is it? <coughs> it was like this new thing. He was getting into it. Being a form. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming up here. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know why. He made it sound like this was some new groundbreaking shit. Yeah. That no one had ever thought of before. Right. Or I don't know why, like, it's his new kick. Right. I don't, maybe he feels inspired. People feel inspired sometimes. Yeah, that's true. You know? So maybe that's um, what he's into now. So... Um, here he is with, uh, I think he was on Vlad TV. Put up some pictures recently. It was you and a, and a few other rappers, and y'all had some shirts on that said, mm. Eat a Booty Gang. Mm. Yeah, we the Eat a Booty Gang. You know, you know our motto <laughs> is, baby, lay down, we got you. You know? Yeah. Do you understand that? I got the, you. The motto is, I got you. It, does, it doesn't add up, though. If it's the Eat a Booty Gang, I got you. Here's more. You got what? Well, maybe you don't understand. Maybe yeah, I don't. Up. No, a lot of motherfuckers will try. Um, <laughs> radio station, I meant to call Ricky Smiley ass. That's my homeboy anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know, they they get their joke thing on. You know, I'm a big jokester too. So, mm-hmm. but they were trying to insinuate that we were some fruity ass niggas or something. But nigga, oh. we eat a booty game. If you niggas won't eat your old ass, we'll eat it. Now, do you understand or no? I'm still a little stuck. Okay, wait, yeah. hold on. He he's saying that people were accusing him of homosexuality and and therefore. He's going to eat other people's booties to prove that he's not. He's saying if you're not going to eat your girl's booty out, that he'll do it. He'll do it. Him and his boys will do it. And that's why they're the eat a booty gang. Got you. I really want that shirt. You can probably get it. I don't know if he's selling it. Oh, this is a great. I'm so glad I remembered to say this right now. Um, So, if. Guys, if you're on Twitter, do me a favor. Uh, Hit up Trick Daddy on Twitter. His Twitter handle, I believe, is 305Mayor. I'm going to look right now. Yep, it's at 305Mayor, M-A-Y-O-R, as in he's the mayor of Miami. So (laughs) I thought that was Rick Ross. Hit him, hell no. So hit him with a tweet, at 305Mayor, and ask him to where we can buy the Eat a Booty Gang shirts and that that you want an Eat a Booty Gang t-shirt. And I think that if he gets enough tweets from you that he, we, he'll direct us to where we can all get the Eat a Booty Gang t-shirts because I, I really want to buy one. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in yeah. actually putting my money into the market sure. and getting something in return. Okay. Well, it's a, it's a good... I, I like the movement that he's discussing. Mm-hmm. I think there, there is a shortage of guys that'll eat other girlfriends' butts and this is kind of a neat thing he's doing. It's a service. Yeah. yeah. Also, you've been going through kind of a fashion renaissance, if uh-huh. you will. Uh-huh. Um, it was really neat. We were at this fancy resort just having like drinks and hanging out like iced teas overlooking uh-huh. the ocean. And I noticed that you were dressed a little bit like a Mexican gangbanger. What do you mean? Well, it was kind of, <laughs> it was neat. You're wearing like your great forum, the forum, mm-hmm. right? Western forum t-shirt. And then like cholo shorts, like, like the kind that cholos wear in LA, like the, the dickies, you know what I'm saying? You get like the Dickies homes. Orale, Orale, vato. And West Side for life. Yeah, dude. I looked over and I'm like, my husband's dressed like a full gangbanger. I had the Dickies shorts. <laughs> I had my Vans, my Forum shirt, 
Yeah. And my and my sunglasses, my fucking fucking bro. Smile now, cry later. <laughs> Chale, yeah, way. fucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, we're gonna get thrown out of here. Yeah, I did get some looks. No, oh, really? Do you think that's not you a think? good look for me? No, it's not. It's not a tight look. No. No, dude. Why? The shorts were like, like seriously, like the Dickies brand, right? They weren't. They're like the they hard were, ones. They were Quicksilver. Mm. You know, I'm just like I'm West Coast in it. You know, West okay. Coast living. <laughs> I don't like the. I don't like women that shave too much. I don't really. I like it natural. If you do modeling or other stuff where you have to trim it up, that's fine. But I like. Big hairy pussies. I don't like no little bald head pussies. You know, they say the less hair down there, the better. That make me nervous, too, when a girl say, hold on, let me go to the bathroom right quick. Like, what you ought to do? Camouflage this motherfucker? <laughs> like, this thing life. fresh. This thing's supposed to be fresh now. I mean. <laughs> well, you know, maybe she's been running around all day and yeah, hasn't had a chance then, to wash it. Nah. Let's trick daddy again. No, I know. I put that together. What's he talking about? What is he talking about? <sighs> He's talking about his lady's vaginal grooming styles. Yeah. I got to thank uh, Jamie Palacio sent this. I wouldn't thank in. him for it. Thank you, Jamie. say thanks. <laughs> Ain't that much running. She must have been running, flipping, <laughs> racing, playing basketball, high go see, and everything else. All right. That's why she has a stinky box. How come men have so many opinions on men's, women's stinky boxes? Joey Diaz, when I was on his podcast, he was like, I like to have a vagina. I like it. Got some morning dew on it. Little stink on it. I'm like, what are you guys talking Who is, what is wrong with you guys? Why, why are you so obsessed with the morning smells? Dew on yeah. it. It's got like a mist on it. <laughs> like, who are you with? Get your life, Joey Diaz. Well, he's a he's an animal for real. Uh, yeah, so well. I believe that whatever he's saying that that's pretty true. You better get your life. <laughs> um, but why so many opinions on the hair and the style? Like your dad likes the full bush. You mentioned on our. I show. like a full bush, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I like it natural. <laughs> so gross to picture him. I like that girl's bush. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's gross to picture your dad liking Bush. <laughs> it's weird. Most people love picturing stop, their dad's stop saying sexual it. preference. Stop saying it. But good news for your mom. That means she gets to keep a nice full one. That's nice. Maintenance that is, is low. What do you think your dad's into, like, pussy-wise? <laughs> you think he likes a hairy box? God, that's a good question. Let me think about it. Let's call it. him. Can we get him on the phone? <laughs> Let me text my dad and ask him real quick. You think your dad knows what a condom is? <laughs> Hell no. Mm -mm. Dude, that is not their generation. Our dads yeah. never used that. Those for sailors, right? Well, they're just like, you know, I don't have AIDS. Why would I wear one? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't think my dad's ever. No way. Mm -mm. No mm -mm. way. The, the thought of it is preposterous to them. Uh, by the way, that photo of, uh, there's a photo of me up on your Instagram. Yeah. And I regrammed the, uh, the orale fucker thing that you're making fun of. So if you guys want to check it out. <laughs> Uh, I think it's more than appropriate. I think it's fine. <laughs> it looks terrible. No, I think it's fine. You re we posted it to the gram, so check it out. Yeah. I mean, some of the uh, 18th Street Vatos were giving me <laughs> props that day. I do like the way uh, Chola's look. I really like that look growing You look up, like them. Like what are you talking about? You have the same eyeliner, the same makeup, the same lipstick, the same... You, you totally copy Chola's all the time. 
<laughs> I love them. That's what you look like. You're so tough. Thank you. Yeah. I remember the problem with being a chola though is if you shave, they used to shave their eyebrows. So did goth girls. Goth girls are the same thing. You shave, you shave the eyebrows and then you pencil them in like a thin line. Mm-hmm. The problem is your eyebrows don't always grow back. That's little known fact. Yeah. I had that happen to a few goth friends of mine. Their eyebrows never grew back. That's, I don't know if you want to deal with that. That's kind of that's kind of bad. I that's think that's when you cry later. You know what you I'm know, saying? I gotta cry when no one's looking. <laughs> you guys, you fucked up my eyebrows. You oh, trim my God. eyebrows. You told me not to pluck anymore. Well, you don't have to. Yeah, I didn't you can know just that. trim. You had so many stragglers. You had like four inch eyebrows. Here's yesterday. what you look like when you go ahead your makeup and when you go out. Okay, and hey, we still right here, homie. Guys like this were saying what's up to me with when I had my Of course. My dickies on. They're giving you that nod. There's so Payaso Oso Loco over there, Holmes. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> West Side all day all night. Orale, Holmes. Yeah, man. The 18th Street. Yeah. What's calculus? That's my favorite. Um that was that was amazing. That's really exciting. Well, I hope you continue your gangbanger. One last thing uh, yes. before we move on from Trick Daddy. Yeah. Uh, well, he there's something he doesn't like. Oh. When it comes to sex. Okay. You want to hear what it is? I'd love to. I'm. So, so Trick, what don't you like guy. about sex? I, I really don't like. I don't like a lot of the the the, the play before foreplay. You're not into foreplay. The play before foreplay. <laughs> the play before foreplay is what I don't like. Okay. Which is usually the the, the dumb conversations. Because I make. Okay. He doesn't like. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't like talk before sex. The the full foreplay. The, the before play. Foreplay. The play before foreplay. Talking. Getting to know somebody, <laughs> connecting on an emotional level. Ugh, gross. Eat a booty gang. <laughs> I grab your head and, 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 and uh-huh. motion your head towards my dick. I, I'm sure you would get offended. Okay. But like some women get offended if you if when they suck in your dick if you don't grab their heads. No, nobody gets offended when you don't grab their head. Well, there's no woman alive who's like, he didn't force my head onto his penis forcibly. Some Well, he's saying that some are like that. Why don't that. you... Uh, some women don't like you to grab the head. Well, my thing is the before foreplay is the part you actually gesturing that you want to suck my dick, but then you don't do it. All right. <laughs> this is <laughs> what's wrong with this dude. Can I, can I tell you something? Oh, I don't think he really gets laid this much. You don't think so? No. I think it, he does. It's the talkers that are never the doers. We're not. But you're, here's you know what you're what I'm not. Saying? Here's what you're not considering. A famous guy yeah. who has records out, has some money, um, can always get laid a lot, but it's not always going to be the level that you're considering. Mm-hmm. I'm saying he might be eating some pretty bad booties out Hi, there. Hi, You understand? Some mushy, dirty Hi. booties might okay. be what he's eating all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. He might be eating a stanky, yeah. just, just gross, unwashed booty. Mm. With you. <laughs> you know, he might. What's wrong with y'all? Yeah, that's really nice, Tom. Really well, you don't know stuff. How do you know? I don't. I don't want. I, I hate when people talk about how much they're getting. You know what I? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so tacky. It's just so tacky. Like, why? Why do you have to brag about it? That's what he likes I, to I do. I hate these interviews about it. It's what he likes to how do. How you like to sex, and then he tell us just fucking. It's, it's Would tacky. you eat my booty, uh, Trick Daddy? I have a I have a booty. You can eat it. I thought you were asking me. 
That's what he would say if he saw mine. Um, Yeah, well, your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through HIMSS, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. HIMSS is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. HIMSS provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. So anyway, you have this great story about a flight attendant, you say, that was checking you out. Was it on the flight back from Toronto? It was on the flight back from Toronto. I forgot to talk about this. Okay. Yeah. Well, walk me through this, because I'm not sure I really understand what happened. Okay. So I fall asleep on the flight. We get on a pretty early flight the day after the show. Um, I'm flying back, and we have a total... One of the flight attendants is this total greaseball that does not look like a flight attendant. <laughs> greaseball. Yeah, well, he's got like long hair, like, you know, mm. to his shoulders. It's it's greased and combed back mm. and a beard. And he's dressed in the flight. But How like, old is he? I would say he's probably like early 40s. But he just he doesn't have the flight <laughs> attendant look at all. Mm. I'm sitting in the aisle, right? This greaseball is walking by. I fall asleep. I notice that when I fall asleep... Um, you know, I get boners a lot, right? I'm yeah. sleeping. I wake up. I'm like, oh, I have a boner. But I just notice this about myself. Yeah. It happens like all the time on still, and yeah, or just when I whenever I go e- to sleep. Even as as an adult male, I yeah. thought the boner thing kind of slows down. Not even a little bit. Really? Yeah. Every so morning, testosterone makes you crazy. It makes yeah. you angry, and it gives you boners. You That's said exactly. Wow. So what a curse. I noticed this that like I wake up one time. Like, just for a moment, I'm like, ah, I have a raging boner. Yeah. And then I throw, like, a a jacket or a blanket over my lap. Yeah. And this happens a few times. I fall asleep for, like, three hours on that flight. So after I nap and everything, 
I get up, I wake up, I stand for a moment, I kind of look towards the back, like I'm, I'm looking at the line to go to the restroom, mm-hmm. and that flight attendant's like, how you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, good. He's like, yeah. Did you get a good, you get a good uh, sleep? You get a good little rest there? Mm. And I go, yeah. Yeah, I did. And I go, then I was like, why is he asking me that? I go, why was I, was I snoring? And he goes, no, you just looked really peaceful. And I was like, all right. And then he walked away and I was like, who the fuck says that? Like, why would he say, right? Yeah, of all, there's a full flight of people, everyone's sleeping. And he's like, you're, you look really, really peaceful when you sleep. Yeah. It just didn't add it, up to it me. It doesn't make sense. It's like when you're masseuse, you ever had this when you get a massage and then at the end of the massage, the masseuse leans over and she whispers, you're my and then she kisses your forehead. Yeah, well, I've had them uh, kiss me on my mouth, but like while I'm still kind of asleep. Right. And I'll be like, what? What? And then like the <laughs> massage therapist will be like, I love you. Right. That was me that. all the time. Yeah, but this guy was basically like, You want to see some big black lady? <laughs> I'm going to show you some good. did not say that. He said, he said what this guy said. Yeah. He did. So Look at the size of his cut. Stupid. That's why they call him Black Salami. That's what that flight attendant That guy was couldn't act worse. Well, can I ask you? Uh, that's it's that's why they call him Black Salami. Do you actually, do you think there's a chance that yeah. that guy was really just being, oh, and then he walked by uh, before that thing and he gave me two thumbs up. <laughs> that's definitely. Yeah, he did. He was like. That's definitely weird. But he was like, I'm checking on you. Like, everything good? Just to me. So you're, what you're saying is he was part of maybe wanting to be eat a booty gang with you. Absolutely. He gave you, wait, why did he give you the thumbs up? Just he to just be like, walked by and was like. That, that, he saw your boner. <laughs> he saw your boner. If he's, if he's giving you two thumbs up for no reason, it's thumbs up on that cool boner. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for double letting me see up that. On the boner. Double the yeah. double thumbs. But right, or there's there's no other. I mean, the double no. thumbs up. The um, do you have a good rest? Do you sleep well? He's just, he's trying to make small. He's trying to get in your pants. Right. Trying to make small talk yep. and get into your black salamis. Yeah. It took me and it took me a while to figure out. That's how like like out of it I was. I was yeah. like, did I sleep well? Yeah, I slept well. Did I, uh, that's the thing. I, I go. Did I snore? Yeah. Now you just look really peaceful. You just look really pretty. You look peaceful, but your dick looked like it was ready to okay. rock out. All right. Did he stroke your beard? He kissed me on the forehead like you were saying. <laughs> Those Canadian flight attendants are something else, huh? Yep. Super friendly. Yep. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird. But you have to think that flight attendants have to get laid, too, like... I'm sure they. How well, do you come on to people? As that's a the little thing that gets him through flights is yeah. that he walks up and down the aisle and he's like, yeah. "Let's see if there's some boners on this flight." Oh, he's, you know he's what I mean? scoping boners. That's that's like the little <laughs> thing. Like, I gotta serve drinks. I gotta get right. people pillows. I got. Right. He's like, you know, the only thing that gets me through these flights <laughs> is scoping boners. <laughs> Boner scopes. Yeah. And then he saw your black salami. And he was like, mm. "Okay, <laughs> give me that hole. Come on." Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyways. Well, that's neat. Did you get his number at least? I got I got some air miles. Oh, okay. He's like, you show me that boner again, I'll give you 20,000 air miles. <laughs> um, thank God nothing like that happens to me on flights. You have no idea how much flight attendants are checking you out. Come on. <laughs> They're never checking me. What are you talking about? 
First of all, I look homeless when I fly. I've always wondered, like, oh, why do people stare at me when I walk through the airport? It's because I'm dressed like a hobo. They're saying they're seeing those hangers, and they they're totally. It's not that. Yep. It's not that. Yep. It's fuck my stoma, Tom. Ovation TV. Do you really think they want to hear that? There's very little that we've talked about that can be on Ovation TV. (laughs) That's true. We could talk about this. Do you remember? um, This was a neat thing when we did Ontario together. Yeah. And. we had Burger King. We got we we finished our show late, Saturday late show, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only thing open at midnight in Ontario is Burger King. Mm-hmm. So Tom and I pull into the Burger King, order. I, I got a small cheeseburger and I order onion rings and of course a diet coke. You got like three triple cheeseburgers, chili cheese fries, and then a milkshake, right? That's a little bit of an exaggeration. Oh. I feel like it was not quite what you just I described. I thought that's what you were eating. Three triple cheeseburgers. Yeah. Four orders of fries. You get three different types of cheese on a cheeseburger because you don't like to mix the tastes. <laughs> <laughs> the cheese. Does Burger King allow you to go like, here's the kind of cheese I want on that burger? Yeah, but your way, man. Made to order? That's what it's all about. Hmm. Never thought of that. No, so, it was not good. It was, here's, here's actually what was cool, yeah. is that um, I'd ordered a salad. And I was like, can you um, just box it up for me uh, so that after the second show, where it's right. late, I haven't eaten, I can eat. Right. So I'm making a good choice. Yeah. And then I got back to the green room and I was like, where's the salad? And you guys were like, well, she didn't bring one. And then I go, oh, maybe it's in the kitchen. So it's I go, hey, did you, have, did you have my salad? No. And my server was like, oh, I guess they, they're really behind the night. <laughs> and I was like, nah. And we were frantic at that point. We have like an hour and a half drive back. There's nothing to do. There's there is nothing you can do. That's when you have fast food. That's the life of the comic, man. Yeah. You're 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 you gotta eat some cheeseburgers in a parking lot at midnight. That's how Hey, you... I'm having a big ass <laughs> fucking breakfast. <laughs> oh four bean and cheese four. burritos. Four. Lathered with two big ass eggs. That was um yeah, so well, that was that the and then we day. had breakfast, right? Yeah, and then we continued to make really good choices. The we next slept morning. on that Burger King. Well, you got that's the key to to eating well. Is you go to the Burger King, you go to the burger joint, you get the full meal, and then you go right to bed after. That's how your body really metabolizes something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, we woke up and made more good decisions. We went to like the local pancake house, mm-hmm. and that was a fun one too because I decided to try corned beef hash for the first time since I was ten years old. My dad, growing up with single dad, eat a lot of corned beef hash. Out of cans. <laughs> so was, anything canned, I loved it. Chef Boyardee, corned beef hash. And I ordered that with some eggs, some toast, some pancakes. And fucking six <laughs> sausage and cheese patties. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the Burger King and that breakfast. Oh, damn. <laughs> it's not a good morning. It's not a good morning. No. I came home and I had like instant catastrophe yeah it was really instant and i was like why did we do this what bad, bad decisions yeah yeah that was that was that is though the trap you can fall into i feel like you have to stay aware conscious of what you're doing with our lifestyle i know it's like when i started doing the road i would be just like i would just justify every bad meal yeah i'd just be like just eat bad all the time because it's just convenient 
Yeah. And now it's at least where I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> and, and I'll get on track at least for, for a few days, you know? Yeah. And I work out, run. Yeah. You know, you guys, when you did the philosophy podcast yesterday, yeah. I went on a run. That was to, good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the problem is I get into bad habits. Like, even though we were home, we could sleep at home. There, there's no food in the house because we were out performing. It's a nightmare. You fall behind, dude. Yeah, and I feel like it's the only way now uh, to actually live and get through all this traveling and shows is you yeah. have to take care of yourself. Most definitely. Yeah. At least sleep. Somewhat, right? Yeah. That's the key. You got to sleep. Sleep yeah. is so important. I made you know. fitness for the first time in a while. Hey, well, how was that? <laughs> here's, here's, I've been trying different fitnesses. Mm-hmm. Like I tried doing that bullshit cardio bar that all the white ladies are doing in my neighborhood making fitness by the way is the um official eastern block way of saying working out (laughs) just in case someone doesn't know i don't like making fitness but i'm forcing myself to Mm -hmm. and i went to that stupid bar class and all these women are kicking and punching or whatever the fuck doing you know trying to do exercise it's like a it's a form of aerobics and i just i can't get into it man i just i feel like an idiot I feel dopey. Dude, when you did you did power yoga yeah. in the living room for like an hour. Yeah. And then I've never <laughs> First I've of all, never wait. seen you break like like that day you were like, <laughs> I don't know I, was gonna, I don't know if I'm gonna make it today. <laughs> you went to bed at nine o'clock. I, well, it's a lot. I did power yoga, not regular yoga. Okay. And did you see my form? Did you see how good my form was? Um yeah, your form was really good. I walked by a few times and saw you doing things that <laughs> How how did my downward dog look? How's really? my how is my cobra strong? It's like you put on a clinic. Yeah. Power cobra. Yeah, your power cobra was powerful. <laughs> powerful. Powerful. Yeah, very powerful. That yeah, I watched this guy, his name is Brian Kest. Kest. Is he K- online? He's online. You guys and the good thing is go to Brian Kest. If you like Peter Kane, that guy we play with the dogs. Brian Kest is the Peter Kane of the yoga world. He does power yoga here in Santa Monica. All the celebrities go to him. Like, he's a big guy. But he keeps it real. I mean, this guy, he said something once. I was during the yoga class. He, he puts them online as so you're you can pay. Deep here, yeah, he's I great. I want you to drop your head back as far as you can. He's now, great. again, remember, this isn't about aesthetics. It's about sensation. So it doesn't matter how far back you go. It matters how much you're feeling. How much you're feeling. What, is it, what did he say that you said? So, you were- so we were we were doing our we were doing a leg stretch. You know, you stretch out your butt muscles. Yeah. And he goes, Ah, oh, that stretch looks so so fucking sweet. I'm gonna sit down and do it too. And then he sits down and does it with you. Yeah. Like he'll every now and then he'll be like, he Don't. strips away the pretense. Yes. Of, yes. He'll be like, this position is called put your leg behind you. There's nothing special about it. And his cadence is weird. Yeah. And every now and then he curses in class. When I, I used to drive to Santa Monica to do it live with him, it was he's just so much fun. That's cool. He's the best. That's cool. Yeah, I like I like somebody that goes like we're not going to use all the fancy. Well, why why put the pretense into it and and just you know you're going there to get a workout and to stretch and to feel good about it and he gives you like some of the philosophy yeah. behind it but it's there's nothing pretentious about him which is great. That's good. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Don't worry it's about. Real shit, yo. Oh, oh, here it is. Oh, good. <laughs> Butterfly in the sky. Come on. I can go twice as high. Let's get it on. Take a look, <laughs> nigga. In a book. My nigga. Reading rainbow. You think it's a game? I can go anywhere. <laughs> 
suck my dick. <laughs> my nigga. Ways to grow. Nigga. A reading rainbow. Here we go again. I can be anything. Same old shit. What? Take a look. Nigga. In a book. My nigga. A reading rainbow. This is the shit I be talking about. Reading Man, DMX with the Reading Rainbow is just so good. That's why I didn't I didn't know he did the theme song for Reading Rainbow. Well, they released the a, a version <laughs> without him, but the original is, was with him. Yeah, this is really good. Yeah, yeah it's really it's good. so there's so many big words in it and stuff. Yeah, a lot of big words. It's <sighs> definitely different. Uh, yeah, Miss Pat was awesome. Wow. So great. Wow. And if you haven't heard the Miss Pat episode, we do Tom or Black with her. And it's pretty phenomenal. It, you're going to be we've surprised. We've never gone down to the wire, and we, we'll let, we won't let you know how <laughs> it ends, but it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Let's just say you really fooled her on a lot of stuff. That was really good. It was a good game. It was a good matchup. I, I had a worthy opponent, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I felt, I felt challenged. It was interesting because, remember, she was like, you you didn't just have black people. You had all kinds of black people. She's like slaves. You had a slave. We're like what? We didn't even categorize it that way. Of co- well, of course not. But she was amazing. She was amazing. So so funny, dude. Oh my god! Like her stories were incredible. And just so you know, guys, that was because of you. Yes. Tweeting us about her, and we had to get her in because you guys wanted her. You guys were really really into getting her on here i'm glad you did because it was really oh. it was pretty phenomenal what <laughs> what y'all really want i'm obsessed with him right now buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around they get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it the only tricky part figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price this is what i recommend for any jewelry purchase source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position, and what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee, and just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. What about the crying thing? Dude, this... I was talking about this on stage. I was so, I was so like uh, just fascinated by this. And that is, if you go on, um, if you go on YouTube, you go to uh, DMX behind the music. You have to see this. It's just incredible to me. <laughs> so there's a part where they're talking about his grandmother dying and how she was the most important person yeah. in the world to him, and he gets really emotional. Um, but what's really crazy to me is that when he gets emotional, the way that he snaps out, he doesn't want to cry. Yeah. He growls just like he would growl in song. Like he's famous for like, Yeah. Ah, and he'd actually bark. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> he would right. bark in songs. 
but to see but like that's not just a performance thing but like that's it's it's an amazing insight into the way somebody's mind works you understand interesting like it's it's incredible i think like they come around like oh let's go hang out he'll start drinking yeah the art of dmx before she was diagnosed with bone cancer Oh, Jesus all, Christ. Until that day. Here I felt is. like I lost my life. Oh, so I lost everything that was like special to me. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. It gets really sad. Pay attention to what you hear yeah. as far as how he stops himself from being sad. The only person that... I was special too. You know, because no matter how hard, how hard we are, how tough we are, we need to be someone's baby. <laughs> Whoa. He he growls. He fully growled to stop himself. To get out of crying. the feelings. To wow. Feelings. I should try that. I don't like feelings either. <laughs> we need to be someone's baby. What y'all really want? Yeah, it was intense. <laughs> it's intense. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. That's heavy, huh? Yeah. Dude. I've done things, but I've never growled. I don't growl when I'm trying to stop crying. Just like look around. <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot. Right? I started, I don't like to cry in front of my shrink now. This last week, I was like, I'm not going to give this bitch the satisfaction. <laughs> the satisfaction. <laughs> like, she's like, mm. She's like, it was I'm great not. to see her cry. Make this girl cry this week. Yeah. Talking yeah. about my mom and shit. I'm like, I'm not going to cry. I'm just waiting. I'm going to hold it together. You know what always gets me? What? Always gets me are these, these pieces, these packages that, like, they make to get you emotional on TV, like, ESPN, for instance, will be like, you know, it'll, they'll show a bunch of sports highlights and then they'll be like, when we get back, yeah. Trevor is six. He has, <laughs> you know, a brain tumor, but he always wanted to spend a day with the Seahawks. Oh, and no, Trevor. Like, oh, God. And God like you start damn. and they have the violin playing. And then he's like, I like <laughs> touchdowns. And you're like, oh, and you start watching. And then the parents are like, this is the best day we've ever seen for Trevor. And and they show him in the hospital. And oh he's man! Like, I I wanted to hold the football, and then I just floodgates. Oh. I can't watch them. I cry every time I watch one of those, and I know I it's coming. Like them. I know on the teaser yeah. that it's Tears City is yeah, coming. That's what they're trying see. to see. I don't like those packages because I know they're trying to milk me on it. Yeah, they and then you. I get mad, and I'm like, no. I will not cry for you. Well, I won't I watch. I will it. not. I, if I watch it, there's tears. Yeah. So my only choice is watch it and cry. But sometimes the cry feels good. Like I'll be like, I'm just gonna, mm. I'm gonna watch this and get some tears streaming. Yeah, I know. You know, just for like. Can I can I tell you what I cried about yesterday on the uh, as I was driving to see my my shrink? What? <laughs> so there's this great interview with Kevin Hart on uh, Oprah Radio. Mm-hmm. You know, I love me some Oprah. Super Soul Sunday, right? Yeah. So Kevin Hart is talking about starting in comedy and how he didn't go into college. He just did high school. Yeah. Uh, started stand up out of high school. And his grandmother agreed to pay his rent for a year while he made it as a comedian. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, it takes a, l- a little bit longer than a year to make money as a comic. So yeah. six months into this. Uh, so anyway, she just hands, them the, hands him a Bible. 
And then like a few months go by and he's like, oh, I, I need my rent check, grandma. Give me the rent. And she's like, just go read your Bible. Read your Bible. You know, 30 days passes, the eviction notices start coming. And she keeps saying, just read your Bible, read your Bible. So finally, you know, he's panicked. And one day he opens up the Bible and she had put all the rent checks in the Bible that she gave him months earlier. And she had dated them in the future. So she had the year's worth of checks in the Bible. And I heard that and I was like, <laughs> oh, she supported him. And then it's interesting. I brought that up to my shrink and my shrink goes, hmm, interesting, because that love was conditional, wasn't it? And I was like, what? What? Because she had to hide it in the Bible in order for him to get it. Like there was kind of a condition put upon that money. Well, I don't it was know kind a- of a shitty thing at the end of the day, like in a little way. Okay, I don't see it that strings, way. Strings, a little bit of strings. Like, they had to share a faith thing. Right, but she was, you know, trying to... Be nice, obviously, yeah. yeah. But if you look at it from a psychological she perspective, She wasn't like, too, it's, it's like... hidden in this puppy's stomach. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta murder this puppy, you want them checks? Those checks are in the puppy's belly. <laughs> There's only two ways you can do that. Yeah. Right. Here's a knife. Hurry right, up. Right, right. No. That's so funny. But you cried. I did in the car, yeah. I was like, oh, that's so nice. Well, I was thinking about getting a wall... Yeah, and just get pictures of you crying on the wall. Oh, that's nice. You know, just me in pain. Yeah, emotional pain. Emotional pain. Huh. You know what I like to do? I know you got this neat DVD out about your jokes, and it, it goes really well about your jokes. You yeah. know, to tell you skits, comedy skits. Right. I like to put together a DVD compilation of all your bombs, like just you failing, like an hour of just your failure. It's a pretty good one called uh, episode one seventy two of your <laughs> yeah, mom's house. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> but I want like I want more. I want all your failures. Yeah, in life. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah. Oh. Real talk. Oh yeah. Real talk. Oh yeah. Real talk. Oh yeah. Real talk. Oh. I haven't heard that in a long time. I really like it. You like it? Yeah. Um, we have been really taken by this show, Married at. First sight. Oh my god, it's so good. Oof, so man. this show was referred to me uh, through a friend who loves awful reality shows too, and it's it's listed as a social experiment where a team of like psychologists and people, matchmakers, sexologists get together, and then they they pair up people and they have to get married upon first seeing each other. They yeah. meet at the altar. How crazy is that? It is. It's totally fucking crazy, <sighs> and there's no way I would participate in this shit. Why not? Well, maybe if like I was really, really, really down and out about like dating possibilities, right. the dating scene, all that. Like I feel like, and the thing is, I don't think they're these people. They're not ones that are like no. that, like this is a desperate move. Except for the girl that you you read her crazy radar. Very early. Yes. That red haired girl, you were like, oh, that bitch is cray cray. Because she's been on The Bachelorette or something. But I had before. no idea about that. Right. I just put, I heard one sound bite and I was like, problems. Right. So but, it's, it is for people who have yeah. problems. I mean, think about it. You're like, the idea, a blind date is one thing, but to yeah. be like, I'm going to marry this person. Right. Like they got married. On for length. But however, how does it work in India, like in Indian culture? I think you kind of even... Oh, this is like, a yeah, the eastern part of the world has a, has a tradition of arranged marriages. But, but you know the family, you, you know what they look like before Somebody's like vetting them, right? Like your... The, the families. The families parents. do, yeah. 
So you kind of, the parents match you up based on like, oh, socioeconomics oh, and stuff. I would love to force an arranged marriage on you. On me. Where you have yeah. to marry somebody horrible. Really? Yes. That's so sweet. To see you suffer for a who, while. Who would you set me up with to marry? Um, I would set you up with somebody with like really, really bad hygiene problems. <laughs> um, somebody, you know. Yeah. Somebody I'm who, who has maybe, who's immobile. Who, a mobile. <laughs> yeah, but not like, not like with, you know, disease riddled. I mean, just like, you know, like maybe they they have a... I know who you want. Like, know, like a Manuel Arebe kind that, of thing? I was just going to say that. Yeah, like that. The the fattest man in the world who's now passed away. He passed away. I can't believe but it. But I wouldn't want him to be that big. I'm talking about <laughs> like six, 700 pounds. Um, you know, maybe he uh, doesn't have that many teeth and... Um, you know, you just have to feed them and stuff. But I'm sorry. Bathe them. Mobilize. die die. Okay. But mo- motorized scooter fat. Yeah. Not bedridden fat. Uh, he's on the cusp, you know? <laughs> One more Chinese takeout meal and he's in the scooter. Yeah. yeah. Like that guy. Was that, was that But the Manuel? main thing is that you wipe him and you change him every That's day. That's the neatest part of a guy like that. Was that the guy? Who was the guy that would lower the bucket out of his third story window? Oh, yeah. No, that was a guy in New York. and A th- uh, black guy. Forget his name. He was on the show. <laughs> lower the bucket out. The bucket. And they put the pizza in and then I pulled it. Woo! Yeah. Man, you're doing it when, when you got to lower a bucket. He was sneaking meals with, from the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> they were bringing him food and he was like, I still call for the bucket. <laughs> the bucket. <laughs> put, put, put it in the bucket and then put the pizza in the bucket and then... Uh, can I can I tell you something that, now? Yeah, Dirty and disgusting. We were watching this documentary about the royals, yeah, about uh, the, some palace, whatever, right? Oh yeah, where, yeah. Where, where King Henry lived. Oh my God, yes. I know. And the best part is, like, at some point, uh, so many royals just fall into overeating to deal with their emotions, and I'm like, yeah, I can see myself doing that. That's uh, not so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I already do it. I could see myself doing that <laughs> in the present <laughs> tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But if you right. have if you have just servants and you have right. all that type of power, you're just like, and then the, and you God. don't worry about like uh, working or my clothes won't fit. You're like, you're like, sew me another silk <laughs> fucking robe <laughs> now, uh, sir. This is this is the, will fit your new fifty eight inch waist. And you're like, fantastic. Does it look good? Yes. And we'll paint you so that you look awesome. Uh, I if I had to choose my way of killing myself, it might be eating myself to death. Yeah, because that's like it's a slow process. Fun, though. slow. It's fun and slow. <laughs> Eating yourself to death, right? Yeah, it's pleasurable. You're gonna have pleasure on the way out. What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> you niggas are crazy. Can't do that. So, okay, so so married at first sight. Yeah, you follow three couples. Yeah, um, these three couples are all they're very different. Um, there's a uh, Doug. And what's her name? Shit, I was just writing about them today. I forget her name. Shit. Shit. God damn it. Ah, shit. Doug and Kathy. Nope. Tracy. Oh, look at Stacy. I had it all. Marsha. No, it's, it's Doug and Jamie. Jamie, yeah. It's Courtney and Jason and Monet and Vaughn. And I liked Monet and Vaughn the best because they they looked like they would be the most compatible on paper. Yeah, and they're having the hardest time. Yeah, they had um, they had a uh, a clash because um, they they had the the best wedding arguably right 
or they had the best wedding. They yeah. had the most fun. They they definitely had the best wedding night. Yeah, they hooked up. Wedding night. Trash. Like a few hours after they met. So Not trashy. even you know, here's them though after they're to they We're went, married. They we went on their honeymoon. And this actually was I, I really I really empathize with the guy on this argument they had. Yeah. Because she was like at this point they're together like nine days. They'd gotten married at first sight. Yes. They spent the night and then they went on a honeymoon immediately. And she, like they're, he had agreed to move into her place, which is a big concession. And she was saying like, oh, I love my Sunday brunches. And you can come right, to Sunday brunch. Right, And he's like, uh, for me, Sundays are like, I like to not really he, go no, anywhere. He says specifically, Sunday is a... Quote, no talking day. Yeah, I like to just Yeah, quiet. so when somebody says, I don't talk on Sundays, yeah. just listen to that. Let, let the guy not talk on right. Sunday. Because it's what he needs, yeah. right? And you have to be aware. I mean, I, my, my feeling on this is like, go, you, yeah, enjoy your well, brunch. Like what we have when football season starts, it's no talking till Jan- January. Now February. No talking till February. Yeah, which is perfect. Yeah. Because there's football... Yeah. I get to watch it and then I'll have to deal with your bullshit. Mm-hmm. When does football season start for me? Uh, it starts in a couple weeks. Oh, jeez. So that means all I want Great. is a little bit of silence September, October, November, <laughs> December, January. <laughs> and that's how marriages work. Here's them. To know each other's friends. It's just different. You know, you're super sociable. That's, that's something you really look forward to. I enjoy yeah. my quiet, my peace time, just not talking. So that's, oh, wow. that's kind of like we're, we're kind of opposites in that way. There's a lot of things that we're good, we make a good potential match for. There's a lot of things that aren't. I really ask for a bubbly person, somebody that's talkative, because that's kind of the yin to the yang to match my personality. But when I come home from work, I like peace and quiet. Honestly, I find her to be almost too talkative. Ooh. Let's always let's always talk and let's always interact. Let's do this this kind of thing. That's it's sometimes to me it just needs to flow naturally. Last week he asked me to be more attentive, but when I do attempt to try to be that attentive to him, oh he then turns it around and says it's too much. I think it's a little dramatic of a of like she's trying to like like break it down. Yeah. So much, yeah, and, and and being too intense about the situation, yes. like I, I really just feel like if somebody, I, I, maybe it's just that I'm the guy in this scenario, yes. but like I get that somebody's like, hey, you know, sometimes I just want to chill out. And, yeah, and, and listening to this again for the second time, yeah, she's kind of a dope, and I feel like, hi, Vivo. I feel like she's kind of a dope here. Like I, I, I feel like when men tell you stuff, just listen. Mm-hmm. When people tell you stuff, just listen. He's telling you what he needs, right? And then you're blatantly disregarding that and forcing your will on him. Like, why can't you just do your thing and then he does his thing for a day or and a like, morning? We need deal. to we need to talk all the time. Like right, yeah. like right now, she's like, we're not. You asked me to talk last week and then we're not talking right now. He's like, well, just you know, oh, yeah. we're sitting on the couch, like we can relax. She doesn't take like emotional cues. Yeah, she's she's one of those people. It's like maybe she works in HR or some, or she's an accountant. Like she's yeah. she's a nerd alert. Like yeah. she doesn't have the finesse of of how to deal with people. For me, it's what's wrong with her? She's too much, and I think that's what he's feeling. She's too much. Too much energy. Yeah, he's he's very low key. The way that this works is when neither person is bothered by the other person's way of being. In other words, oh, the chill so person yes. goes like, yeah, they're, she's bubbly, she's talkative, she's a big personality, that's cool. Like, but she doesn't force me to be that. 
Right. And then, and then you know, she doesn't force him to be in that. He doesn't force her to like chill. They can just be around each other, but yes. be different. I think, and I think that's the fundamental flaw of uh, awful couples. <laughs> right. Is like, just, just let that person let do them. Yeah. You do you, boo. I do me, boo. Yeah. And, and not, I don't try to change you and you don't try to change me. That's the key to it. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's really just chill out. Let, let them I do I feel that. like I'm at one extreme to the next because I'm trying to figure out, like, I feel like he's ping-ponging me back and forth and I don't know how to make him happy. I am making an intense effort to be able to to be able to properly communicate with you oh and pay God. attention I to you. Sh- but her. when I feel like oh. I am sitting here just thinking we're having a casual, chill conversation and you feel like my conversation with you was manufactured and it's not. Manufactured. It's like an interrogation. Now if we're living together, you can't hide from these things. You're so out there and so, hey, let's do this, let's do that. It's, yeah. it's too much. It makes you go, God, like, you, you got to turn it down a little. I know her intentions were to get to know me, but... It's forced, it's being pushed, it's an interview, and that's it's not two people really getting to know each other. That's me under a spotlight after a day at work. And that just makes me revolt more. It makes me want to draw back more. If two people could just sit and just talk, and just it doesn't have to be about... I don't You're know, harping just, on something ins- insignificant right now. No, to me, it's, it's, it's significant. Not, I, think what you, I think right now you're being ridiculous. Well, we're going to call each other names. That's, that's real. Productive. That's not a name. That's a, like a legitimate characteristic. I can't be with somebody who's going to be just... We're going to argue with each other all night. Such insanely negative. Honestly, I have no idea where we go from here. <laughs> I still have my apartment in Jersey, so if it gets yeah. to a point where I'm that uncomfortable around uh, here. Let's see, and you know what this is a, the, the fundamental problem is here? Yeah. Uh, you don't marry someone at first sight, okay? <laughs> what they're going through is like the beginning of any relationship or like, hey, I'm getting to know you. Yeah. Um, we don't need to be married yeah. or living together yeah. because we've known each other nine days. That's it's why this intense. is a stupid experiment. And I think she needs to back off of him just a little bit, and he needs to back off of her. Yeah. They need to give each other some forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. You guys, um, just show some mercy, y'all. That's how about me. when Doug and Jamie got married, and she oh, was like, was the best. oh my God, I'm going to fucking puke. That was, <laughs> she She was about to say no at the altar, yeah. That was the best. She had a long and she, pause. she cried in the hallway. It was awesome. Now, to be fair... Yeah. When we were watching this, you were like, that is so unfair to do that pretty girl, right? Like, you're like, it is unfair. This monster. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like super cute. She's super cute. And, and he's like, like a troll compared to her. Yeah. It's but not you do, fair. As a viewer, you get to like him more as the show progresses. Because he's, he's really attentive and he's really patient with her. But on the looks department, you have to be at least in the same. You have to be in the stratosphere, same, you do. man. Yeah, I mean, they hooked up everybody else equivalent, like to their to their looks, and yeah. then, dude, this guy. Is- I will say this, and I've said this a long time: women are a better species. As a guy, I would not even think it's okay if there was that differential, and you know, if I'm the good-looking one, yeah, and they brought the equivalent of that. I would be like, nah, man. You would say no to her at the altar. 100%. 100%. Guys are the worst. Of course. Women, so you're like, you guys are like, well, you know, I'm not feeling it physically, but maybe this isn't, there's an awesome person here. I would be like, <laughs> I know. hey, man, you can go ahead and stop rolling because uh, this shit's <laughs> not going to fly. That's true. Women, are, we're more willing to look at intrinsic values. We yeah. look at things like character, morality. Fuck that. I want... Uh, <laughs> Ethics. No, no, no. Background, face, ass, face. Okay. hands, gotcha. Legs. Yeah. Like if cool. 
If this monster walked up in a oh dress... Oh, my God. All right, Tommy. <laughs> no, we can, you know, we can I'm, go I'm, ahead and cut. I'm going to match you up. I know I know who's your match who's if you're going to match my wedding. Yeah. Uh, what was her name? Griselda Blanco? Uh, yeah, sure. What a neat lady. Yeah. First of all, uh, entrepreneurial. Yes. She was the, the matriarch of Medellin. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurial, real, real spirited, feisty. Feisty <laughs> is a way of saying it. Also, you could say responsible for thousands of deaths. Right. Yeah. Just a little firecracker, a little mm-hmm. Latin firecracker. Firecracker. Uh, age, Drug kingpin. Right. Oh, I love her. God, yeah. I, what a neat lady. Um, a little, just a little sociopathic, just to kind of keep you on your toes. Bit. You can't really read her emotionally. A little bit. I think just slightly sociopathic. <laughs> but I'd like that for you. Just you're not able to read her cues emotionally. It she puts did, you at a deficit. She does have a cool, like, there's cool things she did. Like, yeah. she named her son Michael Corleone. Yes. Stuff like that. Because I like the movie. <laughs> I like the Godfather in the movie. And Pero she spent. No. Pero way, yeah. And she spent time in prison and mm-hmm. she got a little husky. She got husky and she hooked up and with Bill Cosby. She hooked up with Bill Cosby in prison. Yeah. Wasn't that his name? I don't think she hooked up with Bill Cosby. I think that's his name. In the pen? The guy who does Cocaine Cowboys 2. Right. His that, name is not Bill Cosby. Are you sure? Um, All right. Pretty see. sure. Okay. I would remember that, being as we're huge fans of the cause. Okay. We've named our only son after a cast member of that show. I think I would know. Okay. All right. Uh, you and Griselda would make a nice you're couple. Right. It's not, but it is Charles Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Bill. How dare you have that last What's name? What's up, Chuck? <laughs> Charlie Cosby. Um, <laughs> that sucks. It's unfortunate. What jeans? I thought you had something else there. You, were you, oh, I've got tons of stuff. What? Well, I was going to talk about, um, we were watching this bummer of a movie. What was it called? Uh, Outback Steakhouse? Out of the Furnace? Yeah. Yeah. And here I was expecting, I love Christian Bale. And I love, what's his name? Casey Affleck. Yeah. And I, I like white trashy kind of stories, you know. And then it was like this bummer of a film. You know what it is? White people stuff? White people like bummers of movies. Yeah, yeah. I know. And and then it occurred to me, like, people who like Million Dollar Baby and all these movies were tr- horrific. Tra- oh, and then she ends up crippled. Like, how, why are you watching this? And why are you telling me to watch this? I, I think it's for people that didn't have anything really crummy happen to them in their lives. Yeah. You know, when you have crappy stuff happen, I, I don't want to see it in a movie. Well, yeah. It's the problem with white people. That's the problem with white people. They don't have enough bad stuff in their lives. They got to manufacture it in movies and then give each other awards for bummer movies. Brian, my cousin Brian's always Ugh. like, hey, did you see that movie? Ugh. And I'm like, what is it? He's like, well, you know, it's this guy <laughs> and uh, he, he loses his legs and then the, it was before his wedding, so his fiance leaves him. But then... <laughs> Uh, after that, when he he finds out he has bone cancer, um, <laughs> and then then he gets robbed and stuff. Oh. It's a great movie. I'm like, sounds like the most depressing shit yeah. I've ever heard anybody describe. He's like, yeah, I guess you don't like that. No, of course I don't like no. that. Why can't we watch? It's a movie. But but like, but Hollywood loves this. White people love this. They they give each other massive back slaps and awards for these movies. It is. I think they should it's have. The worst. They should categorize it now, and they're like. <laughs> And now the Oscar for best white person movie that's sad and depressing for all white people to enjoy. The best white Oscar. 
biggest bummer goes to uh, my left foot. Here are five <laughs> white filmmakers we'll be profiling <laughs> for this white bummer of a movie. <laughs> Russell, you work too much. Five seconds in, you're like, sounds depressing as shit. <laughs> the acoustic guitar music. Oh, There's, no. a... <laughs> There's a white whistle. Like, That's a white guy thing. Yeah. Pick up trucks. <laughs> and the director of Crazy Heart sounds super white. How much you loan you? I ain't got that kind of cash lying around to bail you out. Bro, you want to get a drink later? Yeah. And a liquid dinner? That, that yeah. sound in the trailer is always bummer. like, yeah. And then do you, do bad stuff like happens. Yeah. <laughs> do you like <laughs> super depressing stuff? Well, I well, think you're going to enjoy this movie. Because it starts mm. off nice. Yeah. Like They're family oriented. He's got mm. this great relationship with a brother. He's got this kick-ass girlfriend. Yep. Like everything's great. Well, well what's going to happen? American well, dream come true? I mean, you know, if it's a movie, I hope it gets really, really sad and hard to watch. Is, is that what you got in store for us? Uh, Rodney was supposed to meet me here a half hour ago. Uh, Where is he? Now, why the hell you want to fight? I just need the money. You're going to be a good boy and take a dive. I'm going to have to teach you a lesson. Jesus Christ. Rodney! Yeah, I'm over this shit. I'm all, I can't even hear the trailer. It bums me out. I hate that those chords. I hate that instrument. I hate everything. Like like million dollar million dollar baby, right? The story of this her poor girl. Her family's terrible. She finally works her way up to being the only female boxer or whatever who's successful, and then she gets crippled or, or you know brain dead. And yeah, dies. and then dies. And they're like, God and. Hey guys, did you like that fun movie? Is that a fun story for you? You like that? You like super? You like tissues and you like that empty sinking feeling? <laughs> we can manufacture it, make spend millions to make you feel that way if you like that. That's what I mean. I feel like life is full of enough empty sinking feelings. I don't need to pay to feel that way, guys. Look, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Give me, give me Big Mama's house or something. Let me right. watch a Tyler Perry movie. At least like get a chuckle out of Medea. Well, you and know, big tits swinging around. That was um, that was such a bummer. Uh, just talking about that. I'm going to do something for you just before we get out up. of here. Let's get out of here. But first, yeah. let's change pace. <laughs> oh, much better now. Oh, can I post this morning from uh, this guy? I just posted this video that I did about the oxytocin level being increased when we pet dogs. Aww. You know, people should know this. Okay. And, and, you know, he posts this thing like, now that's absurd. Dogs are to be petted. Listen, you dumb motherfucker. Dogs are not to be petted if they're not yours. If- By the way, in Peter's, in this video, yeah. he has war sound effects. Sure. There's He's- bombs and machine guns going off in the... In his background of his yeah. video, you want to aggression's growing. He, something's happening indiscriminately. Yeah. You do that. That's fine. Yeah. But you walk up to my dog or a dog that I'm working with on the street and start petting it, or like, <laughs> oh, let it jump up. Oh, it's okay. I like dogs. You're a dumb motherfucker. I train dogs by petting them. You dumb fuck. If you're petting a motherfucking dog or somebody else's dog that isn't yours. Yeah. You might be petting it to do something stupid, you dumb fuck. 
And listen, stupid shit, header, if you don't understand. <laughs> They're not your dogs, okay? This, I'm going to speak in terms that you might understand anthropomorphically. Okay, the dog is my child. You understand that? The dog is my child. You go run. The war sounds are crazy. Uh, He's I lost his mind. I love it. Can I, may I just make one endorsement of, yeah. uh, I like to thank the person that sent us that water pick. Yes. Finally got around to using it. Uh, just so you know, when you use a water pick, y- you have to leave your mouth open a little bit. <laughs> uh, the, or the water can't find its way out <laughs> okay also mm-hmm. you'll spray your mirrors a lot the first time you use a water pick just be prepared for that okay okay, okay. i made a mess of our bathroom but my teeth were so clean and thank you so much for the water pick sir um thank you for gifts we've been getting gifts from people yes uh thank you for the bottle of wine we got in ontario oh, that was really good that was, Thanks. was that jeff or james Fuck, sorry guys names. delicious the names yep um it's very kind of you thank you uh mike dolce for the books on um oh this living is lean and um the all the healthy meal eating stuff so mike dolce dolce diet thank you for that what do you have there? Uh, I think this is the guy that gave us the water pick. I think it's Pat. Anyway, thank you guys. Is that it? I think so. I'm not sure though, because it's it's no, I'm not sure. Okay. Um. So those there's that. Um. I did have this one other quick thing to endorse or say thank you for, and this is um unprompted. No one asked me to do this. Oh yeah. Of course, a huge thank you to Datsura for the um, backpack. I think I've mentioned that before. Uh, uh, that awesome backpack. Yeah. That they gave oh, me. that's a neat one. Yeah. And I like know, that. This, nobody asked me to do this, but I just have to mention this. I was in Sacramento at the punchline this past weekend, which was amazing. Like, amazing shows, amazing crowd. That club is, is fantastic. It's moved into my conversation for favorite clubs now, is really? Punchline Sacramento. It's the best. Incredible. It is um, the best. The crowds are, are amazing. Yeah. So huge Super thank you normal. to everybody who came out in Sacramento. But a guy came up to me afterwards and he handed me a card. Mm. He has a late night cookie delivery service. Now, I didn't get to order them. But the idea, I was like, I think wow. that's a brilliant thing for all the things you can have late night, especially like if you're stoned. But not pot cookies. like No, regular cook- cookies. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the website is cookies. The letter N, milkdelivery.com. That's cute. Cookiesandmilkdelivery.com. If you're in Sacramento, why not get some chocolate chip or macadamia nut That's cookies? wonderful. Uh, instead of, I don't know, pizza. You see cookies for dinner. Or get the pizza and the cookies. Um, yeah, get both. Why don't you tell me to have a good night? Have a good night. You have a good motherfucking night. <laughs> okay. That's Carla. All day, 24-7. All day. All right. Um... This was a blast. Thank you guys for listening. Please go to your yourmomshousepodcast.com. Please buy tickets for my shows, tomsegura.com. Go to Christina's at christinacomedy.com. And um, anything else, Jeans? No, I love you guys. Thanks for listening, mommies. We love you. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Honestly, and this is like, this goes for almost all the moments in the scene. It wasn't until somebody was actually there telling me, you have two in you or you have three in you, that like it actually kind of clicked. And I'm like, oh my God, this is actually happening. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> Hey, <laughs>
Like this goes for almost all the moments in the scene. It wasn't until somebody was actually there telling me you have two in you or you have three in you that like it actually kind of clicked and I'm like, oh my god, this is actually happening. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 